Yes, it can, Martin. Only football can make you feel like this, boys. I can't. Oh no, I can't hear myself. How are you, Stu? Oh, Bryce. The wrong mic was on, Bryce. Hey again. How are you, mate? I'm fantastic now. Now that I'm not muted by you, but yeah, no, it's good. Good to be here, mate. This is the first episode of the Shooting Stars podcast with Bryce Conway, who you just heard from Perth Glory Media and Perth Glory Defender Alexander Ian Grant. Hello, Alex. G'day, mate. <laughs> Hey, mate. Hang on a minute. Oh, no, no, Hang on a minute. Right. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> this is me. I'm back. This is our debut episode for our Shooting Zars World Cup podcast. We'll be discussing all things World Cup football over the next month and or so. Um, but yeah, boys, excited to be here. Going to be a good World Cup. Obviously, to go straight into it, Socceroos had a big 4 win over the Czech Republic the other night. Yes. What do we make of it? Oh, I think it was a fantastic performance, and I don't want to read too far into it, but I think uh, Joshua Risden, a Bunbury local WA lad, had a fantastic performance, so long may that continue. Daniel Arzani, of course, the squad was... Yep. Lots of squads have been announced in yep. the past uh, two days or so. Arzani, uh, Cahill, of course, the notable ins, Oof. Jamie McLaren as well. Yeah. What's your take on it all, Bryce? Well, look, I think it's fantastic for Arzani. I mean, I have saw him live this season. He was absolute razzler. Has that confidence to take on players can be that real X factor as a 19-year-old. And then um, Jamie McLaren getting included after originally not making that initial squad is fantastic as well. Well-deserved. Granted, you played against Daniel Arzani, Andrew Naboo, to name a couple. Obviously, Cahill as well. What's your, what's your thoughts on those guys being in the squad? Oh, well, first of all, Azani being in there is fantastic for him. Um, playing against him this year, he was lightning fast, you know, good on the ball, good dribble up, beats defend as well, and can finish. finish got that end product, and that's it, yeah, yeah, he's got that end product, which yeah. which is what you need. So I'm buzzing for him, the fact that he's in the squad. So he is a hard guy to mark when, you, when you're versing him. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. He's um, yeah, he's slippery. Gets away from you pretty easily, to be fair. Mm. And me. So, <laughs> first hand experience. It's not hard, obviously, obviously but, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Andrew Naboo. What, what do you make about Andrew Naboo as well? Granted, he obviously switched clubs in January and he's, but now he's a bit of a bolter. Him and Arzani, the two oh, sort of bolters. I love that word, bolter, yeah. just quietly. I, to be honest with you, after playing against him last year, I didn't expect to see him in the World Cup squad this year. Mm. But obviously, this season, he's been unbelievable. He's got his move to uh, Japan, which is great for him. Yeah, smashing move for him. And I, yeah, he's. Obviously, thoroughly deserves it. I think. Yeah, and then just a, just a couple of years ago, he was in Malaysia and got released in the transfer window in 2016. So yep. I mean, fucking how's that yeah, coming he, back from that? Fantastic. Yeah. Good on he's, him. He's been unbelievable. And yeah. like, I think if he played all the way throughout the season and he'd been there at the end, Newcastle might have won the A League. So yeah, his confidence is on top, and he's a confidence player. So. Yeah. And I think yeah. going off on Kale as well, I think he's one of them people you just got to have in the squad. You know, he's yep. his personality kind of like a father figure for, especially for the young boys. Yeah, he's caught a lot of slack in the whole marketing. Yeah. Cahill text and everything, but you think definitely worthy of a spot. Just a personality to have in the squad yeah. who's been there and done it. And it. How, so. how much impact does a personality yes. in the squad from a player? Right, so we hear it supporters and whatnot you hear about these personalities they're good to have around but how much impact do they actually have on a team I, th- I think he's got a lot of pull a lot of influence obviously because he's mm. been around a long time so I think he knows he knows the score with a lot of things and I think it's massive to have people like that in the team who can kind of work with the coach and staff as well you know that kind of middle man yep. yeah. you can kind of go to him that kind of thing even if he's not the captain it's um, yeah, it's, player it's management positive. Yeah, well. it's positive to have yeah. I think you need it and yeah. do you think he's got that He's a good plan B as well if things don't work out. Definitely. Yep. Look, he's always a threat, isn't he? Like, yep. You can just bring him on last last five, ten if he's struggling or whatever, get out of it. Or, yep. you know, Rizzo whips a ball in, he whipped a few <sighs> in the other night. Doesn't that sound good? Yeah. Rizzo whipping him in. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, no. Yeah, that's R- it. Rizzo's yeah. done really well as well to get in that squad. Obviously, he started against the Czech Republic the other night. He was standout performer mm. for me. Uh, up and down that line extremely well. His fitness is just looks superb. Passing is great. I just think he's really peaked at the right time. And he's put his honeymoon on hold because of the World oh. Cup, Alex. Obviously, you, what were at commitment. His, you were at his wedding, mate. Yeah. You know? Yeah, from what I remember of it, it was a, <laughs> it was a pretty good night. But, you know, it was a bit blurry towards the end. But, <laughs> yeah, no, he's... Uh, yeah, the Mrs. Ebenezer, she's still in Perth from what, I've, from what I believe. So, mm. yeah, she, she, I think she's going over to, to see Josh in a couple of weeks. So, mm. at the World Cup, so that's great for him and the family. All right, the full squad for the Socceroos. The goalkeepers, we've got Matt Ryan, Danny Vukovic and Brad Jones. Defenders, Aziz Bayic, Milos Dejanek, Matthew Yerman, James Meredith, Josh Risden and Trent Sainsbury. Midfielders are Miller Yednak, Jackson Irvine, Robbie Cruz, Massimo Luongo, Mark Milligan, Aaron Moy, and Tom Rogic. And the forwards are Tim Cahill, Tommy Urich, Matthew Leckie, Andrew Nabu, Dimi Petratos, another A-League player, yep. Daniel Arzani, and Jamie McLaren. On Dimi Petratos, Alex, going back to playing against him, what's he like to play against? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's good on the ball, can finish as well. He's got some strike on him, the lad, so... Yeah, he, he can be a threat. Whether he starts, I don't know. Mm. Obviously, yeah. he's got some competition in that position. So Definitely. But obviously, it's a good experience for him from it's, where he's come from. It's good seeing quite a few A-League names in there, I think. I think that hopefully mm. that's testament to the you know the league yeah, and the yeah. quality getting better and better each year. But I think that's, I mean, it's a really good sign, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, it is. Jamie McLaren, obviously, he's made it in after yes. his shock inclusion. Yep. To we're all buzzing about that one. Yes, we are. we're all, yeah, yeah. as a collective, shooting stars are buzzing yep. for Jamie McLaren. Send us some free jerseys. Cheers, Jamie. <laughs> exactly. Um, Tommy Urich has still got his, his injury cloud, so Jamie McLaren's been included. It'll be interesting to see how he uh, shapes up in the squad and how the squad really shapes up come the first game. But, boys, in other team news moving around the rest of the competition, yes. the big one is Leroy Sane from Germany has <sighs> not made it into the German squad. The cornrowed hero. Mm. Gutted. Exactly. Absolutely gutted. That's what's done it. Bryce had yes. tipped on our Twitter that Leroy <laughs> Sane was going to start the cornrowed trend of Very the enthusiastically. Mm. Uh, yeah, look, I'm... Um, I'm frankly I'm gutted from a personal point of view, but then you look at his and it seems a shock exclusion, considering a young player of the year in the Premier League. But he's played 12 times for the Mannschaft, he's scored nil times, and he's contributed one assist. So if stats are anything to go by. Um, maybe it was the right decision. We'll wait and see. Julian Brandt picked ahead of him, so it'll be interesting. It will be very shocking, however, Alex. Are you shocked after his stellar season for Manchester? And how well he's played, I am shocked. Baffled, I mean, gobsmacked, oh, shocked. All the words. Yeah. Astounded. Oh, Astound. I yeah, I can't, I can't believe it. <laughs> so what do you... Oh, oh, I've turned off my mic there. My bad. There we go. Oof. What do you know about Julian Brandt, Bryce? Bayern Leverkusen. Uh, quality player. And I feel, apparently Liverpool were after him for a bit. Jurgen Klopp's a long-time admirer of him. Pacey winger. But it's, I just... Not watching the Bundesliga as much as the Premier League, obviously. They've got of much course. more media hype and coverage. So you just expect those the Premier League players that to are close to the squad to be in the squad because you see, perceive definitely, them to yeah. be a bigger name. Yep. So this Brandt guy, I mean, he could definitely outshine Sana. Who knows? Who knows? But, I mean, he's there, so he's obviously going to. So two other notable Credit outs for Germany are Andre Schürrle and yes. Mario Goetze, the, yep. the pass and goal 
combo to win the World Cup yeah. years ago. So. How's, how's that? A um, bit of a fall from grace for those lads. But Double I mean, I mean they've, they've done the absolute ultimate, so I'm sure they'll sit back with a cocktail on the coastline somewhere, probably in Croatia, and live it up and watch the, well, watch the boys they stay have in, a crack. Well, if they stay in Germany, they won't have to buy a beer or World That's Cup, will they? Yeah, no. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Exactly right. Manuel Neuer's obviously coming back. Injury cloud. His uh, yeah. long-term injury, so yeah. we'll see how he Him and shapes up. Yep. Um, but yes, the, the German side... Many people are tipping him for the World Cup. Yeah, a lot, tip, of, the, a lot of the people tip, yeah. on ESPN are. Yeah. I certainly am. Yeah, past three World Cups, I've tipped them. Paid dividends last one, so let's just hope that can continue. But I think with Boateng under an injury cloud, as well as Neuer, that's two extremely pivotal players. So I'm a centre-back and goalkeeper. That's my. I think that's the biggest question marks behind the that. core. The core. The core. Granted, co- would you say they're the most important players on the pitch? Well, centre-halves. Center half, center half and goalkeeper. Oh, right. Oh, goal. oh, yeah, I suppose goalkeeper's are as well, I guess. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Jeez, he's not giving himself much credit there. Uh, the goalkeeper and centre-back union, you got to give him Oh, no, I agree with centre-half bit, yeah. but maybe not the, uh, <laughs> no, the goalkeeper's are as well. No, he'll be catching a cold most of that time, wouldn't he? Probably. Yeah. Well, they've got Kevin Trapp from Paris Saint-Germain trap, trap, trap. and Mark Andre Testegen from <laughs> Barcelona. What is it with German goalkeepers? Mm. Their list is outrageously good. They're the best. They're the best. Depth. They are the best. All right, Depth. moving on. In other news, England obviously announced their squad um, and the team, the shirts have been announced as well. And Jordan Pickford has been handed the number one shirt for yeah. the World Cup for the England side. Boys, yeah. what do we make of this? Seems fitting for the lad, I think. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. He's probably been the best out of a bad bunch, I'd say, over, yeah, the, over the course sure. of the season. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest thing what England were looking for, I think Southgate in particular, was he's really good with his feet. Out of all the keepers, he's really good with his feet, and he's someone who communicates a lot with his players. Even though he's young, he has that presence about him to shout and organise. So I think that's and he really looks important. really good in a suit, Gareth Southgate. It's refreshing. Yeah, he was he, wearing, he was he wearing, wearing more, looks more comfortable in a suit oh. than a kit. He's never looked like a footballer <laughs> for me. There you go. No, it was it was good to see him wearing a suit and tie. Yeah, good on him. But he had a, he had a waistcoat on, no Ooh, jacket, the, on three the touchline pe- the other night. All right. I think I'd be a tracksuit man with the Tony Pulis hat on. Oh, oh fantastic. Like socks tucked, like tracksuits tucked into no. the socks. No, you got to wear a suit. Cap, Or, or like gum. smart cash, you know, Pep Guardiola, you know, oh, yeah. like the, the sneakers. Look, I'm the... cool, but like I will, I will tell you what to How do. How much um, will there be, do you reckon there'll be suits being worn at this World Cup? It's going to be oh, hot. So God, knows? that's a good point, man. I can't that's wait. That's always telling about them. a manager, I think. The best, it's always the Germans are be- dressed the best. They've got, Every one of their staff has matching stuff. Joachim Löw uh, always looks impeccable. And I don't know who designs their gear, but their cobbler is always quality. He does dress well. No, I'm thinking like a Hugo, Hugo Boss or yeah, something Hugo like that. Boss. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. All right, back to Pickford. England manager Gareth Southgate had earlier indicated or earlier said that Pickford could be his first choice keeper. Obviously, he then said that his selection, uh, his team selection against Nigeria was a bit of a statement. So, expect to see the players that lined up for England... That night, Harry Kane, the captain, of course. That's another... Uh, another Kane. Yeah. Uh, Kane. Kane, Kane uh, is captain. What do we reckon? Yeah. I don't know the bloke, so I don't know. <laughs> he's not club captain, though, so is that not surprising that a non-club captain hasn't been international captain? Obviously, Jordan Henderson would be a fit for that. Yeah. yeah. Probably Henderson probably would have been the front runner. I'm definitely, yeah. Most people's eyes, wouldn't it? But yeah. if he's gone with Kane, he obviously feels like he can do... A good job as captain. Yeah, I'm definitely biased in that way, being a Liverpool fan. But Hendo just seems to have that. He leads by example, and yeah. he, he's a talker. Whereas Kane doesn't look that much at all. Well, he can't. From talk, what can I he? watch, yeah, he can't. I mean, why would you with that voice? 
<laughs> but hey, he's a very, very good footballer. So hopefully he it's is. just a leading by example purely on the pitch. I mean, that's the style he's going to go for, I feel. Exactly. So Harry Kane's going to wear the number nine, which I'm actually quite happy about. I was, uh, I don't want him wearing the number 10. I think he's uh, the number nine. Yeah, he's the number nine. Raheem yeah. Sterling's got the number 10 for England. Oh, was it? I hear the controversy with him and that tat. Yes. So Bit of been, an AK-47 on his leg. Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. been photographed at training with uh, a tattoo of a, a, yes, a tattoo of a gun. Yeah. Black, black. Was it his, his father was, was his, shot? His yeah. father was and shot died, when he was yeah. a kid. And of course, yeah. Piers Morgan's the guy to go, yeah, can't be doing that. Bit of an uproar. Yeah. I think he's a bit, is that uproar fair? No, I think they needed a scapegoat. The English media in the build up to the World Cup. Look, I don't honest. think I don't. I, I've got much of an opinion on it, but I still think it's a bit of a weird tattoo to get. It is, but if you swore never to touch one, why would you get one tattooed on your leg? Like I don't really understand it, but yeah, you know, you it's sort of wrong, whatever. But it, at the end of the day, it's a it's a tattoo. He's gonna have his long socks on. No one's gonna see it during the World Cup. Yeah. I think too much has been made of it. And I, th- I think I can't believe I'm saying this, but I feel for Raheem Sterling. No, yeah. well, it might take the attention off how bad England will be. Tracking that's yeah. the point. <laughs> that's the point. Look at my gun on my leg. Yeah, because they are shy. No, that's also <laughs> possible. You know, I mean, that's uh, it'll be interesting to see how Raheem Sterling plays as well. He'll smash. I reckon he'll be. Didn't have best. the best game the other night in the friendly against I Nigeria. Still, I just think he's got it in him. He he's been fantastic for City. So I just so I can it, see him he, being one of the most important. Front? He's with Kane. Yeah. Up front. No, not on the wing. Not on the wing? I reckon on the wing for That's sure. It's like a forward position now, isn't it? They're all sort of forward. Anywhere yeah. along the front line kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 They Tell you who won't be starting. Fucking Danny Welbeck. No, he'll be coming <laughs> off the bench. Danny Welbeck. <laughs> Rashford. Danny Welbs. <laughs> how much game time is Rashford going to get? Not a lot. He'll not be lot. the first plan B. Would you, would you Jamie Vardy. Oh, Vardy. WKDs. Cut, yeah. yeah, he's got to be. A, oh, Jamie Vardy. Man, I hope he gets on and just hurt. Not hurts does some damage just ruffles some feathers just gets in people's faces at a world on the world stage i think that'd be amazing to see him go full kicking the shit out of yeah, everyone just just going full on after the game with his shirt on yeah. johnny, johnny english hooligans like having a fight with the russians oh that'd be fantastic just as comfortable it? in the stands as he is on the pitch i'm for sure, sure. all right that's england we're going to get to our predictions for the groups later in the episode today and we're doing our predictions for all the groups over the next two episodes so Stay tuned for that. Moving on to some more news. Argentina have cancelled a friendly in Israel amid protests. Yes. So it was their final World Cup warm-up match against Israel. Yep. That had been scheduled for this Saturday. Um, but the game has been subject of controversy as it was set to be played in the Jerusalem neighbourhood of Mala, mm. which is situated on the site of a former Palestinian village destroyed during the war yeah, that established very, Israel 70 yeah. years ago. So a political issue here. Yeah. What a... How's that going to affect Argentina's preparation? Well, there's, remains yeah. to be seen. I mean, it's shocking. I mean, <laughs> it's not exactly ideal, is it? I think it's quite, it's a bad distraction. Whether the players read into it, whether they're bothered or not, is another thing to be seen. But certainly think it's a disruption for sure. Mm. Mel? I don't really want to talk about this because of my religious beliefs, but, you know. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> how, much, how much does it, say you get your final, mm. how much would that affect from a player's perspective? How much th- would that actually affect them, do you think? Uh, like not having they, your they final were saying there was going to be effigies burnt of Messi and everything but I, th- I feel like he I think some of those players were used to that kind of ru- I'm not going to say rubbish but used to that kind of so much 
emphasis put on them as a player and I, kind of I, I don't think hate. I don't think I'm, they're going to be worrying about that that no, much. No, I, mean, not, not I saw from... I saw Messi on his Instagram the other day having a photo with a goal. Go. Yeah, you know go what I mean? Yeah. So I think he's got other things on his plate at the moment. And but rather than worrying about that, from a player's perspective and not getting that final preparation in, mm. how much do like does that affect you in terms of sharpness and that sort of stuff? So Argentina players are going to have one game less of preparation going into a World Cup. I'm st- are they not going to schedule another one? Well, they haven't announced it yet. So, so that, I think they probably will. You think I- they get a better hit out into team, wouldn't you? Mm. <laughs> I mean, I reckon a training game with a, with that lot, especially looking at their squad, would be more of a challenge and better preparation than playing. But from your experience, Israel. what what's it? Having li- obviously little preparation doesn't help. But how much do you think that really affects the team? Oh, massively. If you have little to no preparation, then you you're going to be struggling, aren't you? With obviously the the players have had a, a month or so off now from playing games, so. It's um it's massive that they get just a f- couple of friendlies, just get them used to playing together and things like that, and yeah, mm. it's huge. Argentina, of course, are favourites. One of the favorite, one of the teams that are favourites for the World Cup. I got big names in their side this year, as always, like Messi, Mascherano, Lanzini, Rojo, Aguero. Aguero. Oh, <laughs> can we just talk about Lanzini getting picked over Icardi? That guy is never getting a gig for Argentina because apparently he's a bit of a twat. Come mm. on, you amateurs. But ha- yeah, but how's Lanzini? He does all right for a, a team that's finished in the lower half of the Premier League, underperformed this season over a Cardi top goal scorer in Serie A. Lanzini plays for West Ham in the Premier League for mm. the listeners. But yeah, no, you're right. Don't be a dick, bro. Riddle me that. Riddle me that. Don't be a dick, man. Don't be a dick, no matter how good you are. Don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Yep. All right, and some other quirky news, I guess. Um,. The Mexico Federation won't punish their players after a late <laughs> the night boys. party. So the boys have got together. You know, yeah, it's had a big night. They've had a few good training yeah. sessions and yeah. they've decided to celebrate. Not a few Coronas. Cerveza. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> a few Coronas. So yeah, the Mexico, Mexico Football Federation says it will not punish players who took part in a late night party before the national team flew to Europe ahead of the World Cup. Just a blowout. In fact, they're going to punish the, they're going to punish the ones that didn't go out. <laughs> yeah. So you I'll gimps. explain. The Mexican <laughs> Mexican tabloid magazine TV Notas published photos of at least eight players partying in Mexico City after Saturday's friendly victory over Scotland. The photos became a major story in Mexico on Tuesday as the team arrived in Copenhagen, in Denmark, to train ahead of the World Cup. I mean, I think the public could perceive that as fuck. The boys are getting together, aren't they? There's a bit of synergy, mm. you know. Just, on the other hand, it's like, what are you doing? You got a World Cup in like over a week. This so. is just a classic um, <laughs> case of a sporting team having a bit too much fun. Alex, don't you agree? I certainly do. Yeah, the boys are getting together. It's good. It's healthy. I mean, for the boys who, uh, the teams who are uh, Muslim and they're going through Ramadan at the moment, they won't be able to get involved. But you know. Huh? I think it's, it's yeah, it's healthy. A bit of team bonding and what have you. So mm. you know, Stu, you've recovered after nights after one or two days. It's not, it's not going to take you a week. Yes, is it? Stu. Yeah, no, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. I suppose it gets bl- always gets blown up as oh, this get derailed. Yeah. That campaign. No, that'll be fine. That'll Shows be a right. bit of character. That'll be all right. All right, that's that'll Mexico. Moving on now, just quickly, Iran have Iran are the first squad to arrive in Russia. Before the World Cup, of mm. course. I wonder if everyone's messaging the players from Iran like, oh, what's the weather? <laughs> what's the food like? <laughs> now, the reason I want to talk about this, I just find it interesting how a club, or not a club, because there's only one country other than Russia in Russia 10 days before the first yeah. game. People are staying away from the motherland. What does that, what does that say about the motherland, Bryce? Oh, I don't think it's a slight on them at all. I just think it's a... Do you uh, not expect those more teams to be 
in the country that the World Cup's on. Only reason I wouldn't agree with that straight away is I feel like teams need their own space and I feel like they're in a bit of a, an isolated training camp. So you've got Australia and Turkey at the moment. They've got their own training camp. So I f- maybe it's a facilities thing as well. Mm. Maybe there's not enough you know, places in central Russia where they can get a real legit training facility. So, I mean, who knows? But, yeah. I yeah. yeah. I think I think if you're nearby... That's that's the main thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to be miles away. It's all no. about the time difference and getting your body to adjust to the time zones and stuff like that. So I think like that's the main thing for for most teams. That's what they want. They want to be close so they can just pop over when they need to. Mm. Yeah, good chat. Yeah. All right. Now, Bryce, you wanted to touch on something. Yes, because I don't fancy this bloke too much, Sergio Ramos. He uh, he um, did a th- did something really cynical in the Champions League final. I won't go into it too much. No one wants to hear that. But. Do you think he's going to have a target on his head this World Cup? He's been saying a lot of shit, done a lot of shit for years. Do you think this is the time where someone has a crack at him? Well, what's he said? So, obviously, we'll give a bit of context here. Some, he obviously did sell his shoulder in the Champions yep. League final. Yeah. El- elbowed Carrius, whatever. Now, and he said something along the lines of, if they're saying that, then if a drop of sweat fell on for, Henderson, does that for, give him a me, cold? So, it was, so, yeah, Carrius got concussion, according yes. to a... Uh, uh, doctor in uh, Massachusetts, yep. University of Massachusetts. Now, <laughs> yeah, and now, I agree. <laughs> I think that's a bit of nonsense, to be totally honest with you. Yeah, it could be a bit of image protection. I yeah, mean, it's a bit of a cop out, just for yeah. a guy who's copped a lot of shit on Twitter and stuff, eh? So. And then Ramos, in response to that news, has said, "Next thing I'll know, they'll be saying that Firmino got a cold from yeah. a drop of my sweat." He's, he's just a dickhead. He's nah, I love him. I like he's him as well. The boy. He's I, I hope he gets smashed this World Cup. Nah, Someone, I want someone to really give him a bit of his taste of his own medicine. He's a gone. But he you think he'll not, be fine? Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's yeah. smart. He does it for a reason. Like, Yeah, he's just a clever player. He needs to fix his haircut, though. He's closer to 40 than 20, and he's got the whole little lines in. But he's just... He, he's a tip. He's, he's a, he's <laughs> a, a geezer, man. That's what he is. But I Run. swear if he get As soon as he gets hit, he's down to the ground. So I don't think he's a geezer. No, he's a baller. He is a bowler. Fuck. How many trophies does he want, bro? <sighs> Too many. More than me. All right, boys. Let's get into our predictions for the groups. So, in this episode, we're going to do groups A, B, C, and D. Giddy up. Who's getting out of the group? Any surprises? That sort of stuff. So, here it is. Oh, hold on. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here, here, here. How was that? Bing. All right. Group A. Boom goes the dynamite. Hold on, as we get this up. Sorry, I'm having a bit of oh, I'm having a technical shoot. issue. Yeah, so much te- your day, Bryce. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, group Good a- until now. Fuck group me. A is Russia, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Uruguay. Boys, who's getting out? Who's not getting out? Alex, I'll start with you. Um, I think Uruguay are probably front runners. Yeah, I yeah. think I think they'll do well. They always seem to deliver it. They've won World Cups. There you go. Bang. They got mate, they've got Suarez up front with Cavani. Suarez thirty four goals and fifty six appearances this season. Barca wins the league with him, plays a pivotal role. Let's just hope this bloke doesn't bite anyone this time. Yes. And then Cavani, forty goals and forty nine appearances, PSG. I mean I mean he had this whole spout with Neymar during the season over penalties, but how's that for a front two? Cavani and Suarez, happy mm. days. They're gonna top the group, mark my words. So but second spot is gonna be yeah, hot anyway, it's contested. Not for, not for anyone. I don't I don't really Ooh, know many, yeah. many Russian players or Saudi Arabia players, but I do know one player for Egypt and that's Mo Salah and he's gonna shred it. Oh, he's gonna turn one on, eh? He's gonna rip that group up. I can't wait for him to destroy. So if his if his shoulder's not sore, you know. Predictions. So Mo, you, leave, you leave my man alone. I nearly right. said so. Mo Salah and Uruguay. So Egypt and Uruguay to go one and two. Uruguay top. Yeah, Egypt. Russia. Uh, uh, what I've read, even from their own 
fans. It's the weakest team they've had in years. So Saudi Arabia were uh, managed by Bert Van Marwijk. Yes. He got them to the World Cup. Obviously, he's now Australia's manager for the World yep. Cup. So we be, uh, we'll see how they go. But Egypt and Uruguay and yeah. Russia, they were fighting out for the top. Saudis I th- I th- do, yeah. Look, I'm going to go, I don't know. Go on, Salah's under Make an injury crowd, under an injury cloud. Yeah. Russia at home. I think that it's going to be Uruguay and Russia to get I'm out of the group. What? Yeah. Mm. I want Salah to do well, but yeah. I think I, w- I think that it will be Russia and, and Uruguay for sure. I can't really see... No, nah, Russia are weak source, boys. Yeah, They're not making it out of that group. Why do you say that? Unless, what's his name? Putin goes, hey, they're making it through this group. They've, look, they've got Saudi Arabia first game. You'd bank on them winning that. And then that just puts us, gives them a psychological advantage for... Egypt have got Okay, a- look, I'm I'm glad we we disagree on this. I think this bids out adds a bit of intrigue, and I can't wait to win some money off you in this regard. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to Group B. Group B is Portugal, Spain, Morocco, and Iran. So big group. This is a really big group. Uh, yeah. So Bryce, let's start with you. Who's getting out? Uh, I mean, easiest thing to say is Portugal, Spain. Is it? I think this is one of the more straightforward. I know it is a very strong group. I think it is. I mean, relatively. Easy to pick who your top two are going to be. Um, Ronnie's in some form now at the end of that tail end of that season. Um, Spain looking to bounce back. They look the real deal. Um, I mean, De Gea was a bit shaky. He uh, fluffed it and they got that one all draw. But I mean, I still think those two will com- comfortably make it through. Is there added pressure though because Portugal are the European champions that they're going to do well? Yeah, I think so. But um, they're still going to be too good. Who you know, Morocco and Iran. Yeah. What do we think? Look, I think Morocco's got a decent squad, in all fairness. You've got the Juve centre-half, Benassia, in there. Ajax midfielder, Ziyech. I mean, he's got a f- serious free kick on him. That guy's watching a few YouTube clips today. Yeah. And they've got, um, not as well-known, but I mean, they've got Akraf Hakimi, who is on the books at Real Madrid. So, Romance, I mean, Romance says plays for the Wolves in England. They've got a few decent players in that team. I just don't think they've been talked about much, maybe because of how strong their group is. But I mean... Akraf, he's managed a few goals at fullback in nine appearances for Real Madrid this season. So, I mean, he's another bolter. Bolter, your favourite word, bro. Yes. <coughs> but I think it's a unanimous uh, Portugal, yeah, Portugal Spain. and Spain. The Iberian countries will make it through. Portugal that and is, Spain. That's it. One yes. of the clubs in the World Cup always has a stuff. One of the big clubs always has a stuff. Big stuff. Big, big countries. I think it's going to be one of those two. I think it's going to be Portugal or Spain. Portugal, yeah. For sure, it's going to be one of them yeah. too. I reckon Spain are a bit of a, a roughy selection for the title. Do you think? Or yeah, no? I think they're. I think they're in the equation. People are really talking them up at the moment. They look strong. They are, but I'm looking at the squad and just, I'm just not entirely convinced. I just, I don't know. I don't why? know what it is. Tell I don't, me I just, why. I, I don't know. I just look at them and just go, they're not going to win the World Cup. They don't, yeah, they, don't, they don't really have a striker, do they? No. Diego Costa. Okay, they do have a striker in Costa, but their, their forward line doesn't get me excited. That's, no. Yeah, I feel Not like... Not like it has done in the past. Yeah. Correct. David Villa, Fernando Torres. I mean, yeah. But I mean, that's always been their strongest point, their midfield. So hopefully they can... Uh, Iniesta's final World Cup. Oh, sad. They reckon he's going to keep playing. Even now he's changed clubs. What do you mean? What, for Spain? Mm. So is, I thought he said he was going to see how he feels after this World Cup. I thought he was done after this World Cup. We'll have to wait and see. Yep. Watch this space. Yeah, put your feet up. You've done enough, lad. Have a sangria. Uh, yeah, yeah, enjoy yourself in Kobe. Enjoy some Kobe beef. Yes. And he's, he's going to live it up. All right, moving on. Group C, and this is Australia's group. We've got France, Australia, Peru, and Denmark. Yes. I mean, very big group. Mm. Very big group. Lot From an talent. Australian perspective, it's a very big group as well. Very big group. <laughs> 
and hard grip to get out of. Everyone else probably looks at this and goes, oh yeah, France and whoever, who gives a shit about the rest? But it's, it's quite important for us, isn't it? I think, yeah. But I think it's a very hard group. Denmark have got some class in there. Ericsson's going to cause some issues. No Lord Bentner, disappointingly for the masses, I feel. And then um, Peru. I mean, Jefferson Farfan's still kicking about. What a guy. Mm. Some serious pace. Yep. I've used him on FIFA many a time. And Paolo Guerrero for Peru. The, He's uh, in. The captain. Cocaine. The, <laughs> the boy's in. in. So Paolo Guerrero, for a bit of context, has, was banned last October on doping charges because he tested positive to cocaine, from which he claimed he got from herbal tea. Thought yes. it was sugar. Thought I mean, it, was sugar. it happens. Thought it was sugar. It happens. Put it in his tea, ended up being cocaine. Yeah. It was off hey. his tits. Mm. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And yeah. he... Um, so, yeah, he... Is now it's been overturned. He's okay as now. Of a couple of days ago. So is that FIFA saying? It hey, look, doesn't set a good cool, pre- man. Doesn't set a good it's precedence, cool. does it? That no, definitely not. He's been da- banned for doping, and they've appealed it with FIFA's backing, and now he's allowed to play so in the World Cup because dangerous precedent. because it's the pinnacle or the peak of his career. That was sort of. In, that's is that the rationale they've used? That's the rationale. The yep. fact that <laughs> what he's not going don't have do the World Cup thing. after this. Yep. Mm. That's sort of the rationale. I reckon that's going to piss weak from them. Yeah, but look, FIFA have done a lot worse. Oh, God, yeah. It's not surprising, but it's still a bit... Yeah, I'm a bit miffed about that. So who's getting out, boys? France, Australia, Peru, Denmark. What's our prediction? Go on, Granty. France and Australia. I think... Oh! Yeah, look. The Aussie second game against Denmark is the massive one for me. Yeah. If they pick up... Look, they might get a point against France. You'd like to think. I just think against Denmark, that's one where it's going to go either way. Yeah, I and think if they win that yeah. one. I think they're all set. I think the biggest thing is getting off to a good start against France. I don't look. I don't think they're going to win, but if they can be within a couple goals and they make a real, you know, fist of it, mm. I think it'll bode well for the rest of the campaign. But I think, yeah, I think they're. You know what? France, Australia, top two. France, go Australia, on the boys. top two. Go so on the boys. The first game for Australia for the listeners is on the sixteenth of June at six PM Australian Western Standard Time. So good time to watch the game. Fantastic. Great time. time. Yeah. But we'll have to wait and see who gets out. I think it'll be look, I'm gonna go France and Australia as well. Hey. Purely because we're here to support our team and good energies. You never yeah, we are. right now. You never know. Yeah. And I yeah, I'm excited about uh what's gonna happen there. And as I get group D up Group D, Argentina, Iceland, Croatia, and Nigeria, boys. Yeah, there we right, go. There's the clans. So I oh, reckon... This was visual. This yes. is a fantastic scene. All right, this is, a, oh, this is an interesting group. Obviously, Iceland had, the, Iceland had their big run in the Euros a couple of years ago. Was it a fluke? Yes. Well, this is... <laughs> well, no, well, this is... This he is, says wearing his England shirt. This is where we'll uh, find out, I guess. Was it a fluke? Will the Gilfie Sigurdsson's nation do it again? Don't know. Maybe. Don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. Oh, Why are you asking me? Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring the lads up now, Steve, for you. Nah. Gilfie, what's the go? I, well, there's pressure on them now because they have done well. So it's whether yeah. we can amount to that. And yeah. I just think the highlight of this group is Nigeria's kit. Oh, have you seen flames. it? Amazing. Yeah. And it's sold out in minutes. Yeah, can't get it on the Nike store anymore. Yeah. I, I saw on the news yesterday some geezer in Nigeria has been selling fakes. Oh, yeah. And he sold over 3,000. Hey, like you're an opportunist. A Credit to him. Good on him. Mm. Creating jobs, creating opportunities. What a shirt. Mm. Can't there say was, that about many In shirts. London, there was lines out the door because obviously yeah. England played Nigeria the other yep. day. And there was lines like... Only, I, I had a look on the Nike store on the 
on the website. Yeah. Um, and there's only the away kit available. Still nice. Mm. Nice deep but it's green. Just a nice deep green. Nice deep but anyway, green. aside from suffer. that, let's talk the group. Argentina, yes. Iceland, Croatia, Nigeria. Argentina are going to go through. They'll probably top the group. Yeah, oh, you'd think so. And I think Croatia will be second. I think they've got the rac- the midfield of Rakitic, Rakitic Modric, Modric. And you've got, I mean, you've got and Dejan. Zukic. Yeah, and then you've got Dejan Lovren at the back. I know he's, I mean, much maligned character in the Premier League circles. I think he's still a quality defender. And I think they've got enough spine there to crack on and do well. Nigeria got an all right team as well. Alex Iwobi, John Obi Mikel, yeah, Victor Moses. Yeah, you say these names. I just feel like they're not guys that are going to grab a game by the scruff of the neck and win it for them, you know? Iwobi hasn't done that for Arsenal on enough occasions. He's usually off the bench. Mm. Obi Mikel, Bit end of now. his career now. Mm. Moses, yeah, look, he but can do some defend- damage. But I just, I just still I just still feel like they don't have enough. And they showed that against... I mean, they did have a good um, second half against England. But, um, yeah, I can't see them escaping the group. And Iceland... Yeah, I don't give them much. Oh, actually, you know what? It'll be between Iceland and Croatia for that second spot, I feel, but I think Croatia will... Should will be, be Argentina and Croatia to yes, get out of this group. I agree. Yeah. Alrighty, boys. Look, that is our predictions. We'll be bringing you the rest of the groups. That is groups uh, E, F, G, and H in our next episode. But, boys, there we go. We're off the mark. Absolute the first pleasure. episodes of yeah. the Shooting Czars podcast Woo! for the World Cup. Can you Cup. feel that? Oh, fantastic. That? I'm actually looking forward to the World Cup now. I can't <laughs> We'll didn't be, give a shit until now. We'll be back with another episode in the coming days to discuss all the latest news and to give you our next predictions. But until then, this has been the Shooting Stars Podcast. Here comes Tim Kane.